0: Welcome to Perspectives on Social Justice, where we are giving the world a voice. Our podcasts serve as forums addressing environmental justice, food insecurity, education and economic equity, and climate change. We close our conversation today with an understanding on Rosemary's plans um, for summer planting um, and getting the best we're, We're, I guess I think we are 11 days into January. And we've seen a lot of rain, a lot of cold. The jet stream messed with us uh, the first few days uh, over the holidays. Especially, uh, jet stream brought that cold Arctic air, and and we're seeing a lot of rain. Um, so, what's the next major project plan for summer twenty three?
1: Well, our next major project is not going to actually be in the summer. We will actually be doing it during the first quarter of this year. Um, We're going to do repair and maintenance on our raised beds prior to the spring planting season, which starts in April. Um, this year, um, We'd also like to focus on expanding our programming for our site in order to educate and hopefully inspire other gardeners and future gardeners. So okay. that's kind of where we're working.
0: Well that's 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 major enough. Um, creating awareness uh, can be a big of a, a bit of a machine And based on what I know about the Brownsville property, it is it is definitely an ideal property to serve as a model uh for for other for other gardens and for other properties like it can you share with uh with our listeners any plans for spring planting? and what is expected for this summer i know you said uh the major project is going to come at the first quarter of the year but in terms of uh in terms of planting what 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 do y'all have on the agenda to to plant
1: well, we'll be planting the usual, uh, you know, beans, peas, cucumbers, peppers, squash, tomatoes, okra, etc. And at our site, we always like to find, you know, something that people usually don't plant and may not have even heard of. And we haven't decided what that's going to be for this year yet, but that's okay. always. Uh, Fun, educational, and a delicious project for us when we do that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as far as the yield, did you ask that?
0: Well, uh, yeah. What? Is, what is? What do you expect? Like the volume, and what is it that you expect for the summer? I know uh, you all have a couple of different planting seasons where you may plant the things, you know, the beans, peas, cucumbers, but you'll plant them. Uh, you'll rotate them out and plant them different side at different times but what is the expectations what are you guys expecting for the summer? Uh, so if somebody wanted to stop by and grab something uh, organic uh, how would they uh, what would they expect to see this summer?
1: Well the things that I named but in terms of a yield it's really kind of difficult to predict an anticipated yield there are so many factors that can affect it every year. Like in 2022, it presented us with a horrible pest problem during the warm months. But by the end of the year, though, we had managed to produce uh, about 700, well, it's exactly 720 pounds, 720 pounds 75 pounds because we keep a weight log now this is less than the year before however considering the epic battle we fought with the pests this year and the tomato blight that seemed to kind of move through uh the region this mm-hmm. production was really good well
0: 720 oh 700 pounds of, of produce uh sounds like very very productive
1: very yeah, productive. this was less than last year but we're still pleased considering the problem with pests that we had
0: wow and i think i kind of feel like um you know the pest issue is kind of a part for the course especially given that you know you're growing organically and you're not using pesticides so that's still that's 700 pounds that's that's i know that i know you're saying that that's less than last year but that that level of yield is it's awesome. That is awesome, and I know that there were a lot of people that benefited from from that uh, from that amount of food. So that's that's great. And speaking of uh, speaking of people who who benefit who benefit uh, who will actually benefit who are the beneficiaries this year? Do you all use the same uh, partnerships, or do you switch them up, or you rotate them? Uh, how do you determine? Tell tell us about how you determine who your, your
1: partners or the beneficiaries will be? Well, we'll continue the partnerships we've formed with the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church Food Pantry. Uh, there's a senior citizen center in the area. We give to residents you know, in the area, as well as working with other partners at the food for us and you know, um, programs they may be doing or whatever. Uh and Mount Pleasant really gives freely to anyone in need who comes in on their food distribution days without question. And they wow. encourage us to help spread the word for them to let people know this is a source, you know, for you if you need food.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Wow, that's awesome. Because they that area has been designated. The area, the Brownsville area has been designated. By the united states uh, food and drug administration as a food forest meaning that um that that a food food is not, yeah a food oh, yes that's what i meant sorry food desert yes um meaning that there isn't uh that there is a uh a dis a, a dis a disparity in the availability of healthy foods uh, in that particular area so uh that is very awesome about my my pleasant baptist church and uh, I'm and i'm sure that that um they would be pleased that you are giving them an endorsement now what advice would you give uh to urban gardeners about you yielding the best results i know um i I know that there's you you i know you you try to be modest (laughs) you try to be modest and not feel like there's nothing new or that you can you know you can contribute but um you are doing a great work uh at the brownsville property that is an outstanding work it serves the, the garden serves as a model for other gardens you've been recognized uh in the media for the work that you're doing that you are doing as well as others on that property and so there is a jewel of wisdom uh that you can you may not consider it a jewel of wisdom I'm sure there's something that you can think of that you can share with someone who, I mean, who may not know where to start. Maybe, you know, can you tell them where they can start?
1: Well, the advice I have is, you know, I just tell everyone to always continue researching and learning. Find out more about crop rotation so that you aren't depleting your soil. Uh, how to keep down soil erosion, building better soil for your growing areas, uh, you know, and pests especially, you know, <laughs> trying to uh, find organic ways to keep them down. But I mean, it, once again, this is a new, <laughs> you know, farming and gardening has been going on Practically since the beginning of time, so it's just a matter of getting out there doing it, and it's a lot of work, but there's a lot of satisfaction in it as well.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, and I'm I'm very much a novice at it myself, but in the time that I have been uh, engaging in it, in the management and the development, uh, you know, of of various farms and gardens, it, I have found it to be very rewarding. So thank you so much for uh, you know for sharing with us. Uh, continue to do the great work that you have been doing uh, there at the Brownsville property. And at the end of the summer, we hope to have you back to kind of give some reflection on, uh, because you're talking about right now, we're talking about what's going on for summer 20, what, what, uh, at least what the plans are for summer 23. And hopefully um, later on in the summer, we can have you back and you can tell us, um, you know, what and what actually happened. Do you have plans? What are the plans? Um, you know, did you actually engage what you planned to do? And, and what was to give us the success story? So we're looking forward to that. And thank you once again for um, being a guest on our podcast today. And um, we're going to sign up. Thank you, Rosemary.
1: Well, I and all the other garden members over there, thank you and uh, hope to see you
0: soon. All Thank you for listening. This ends our series on small garden irrigation and its impacts. Stay tuned for some more podcasts on gardening, starting a community garden, and understanding the business basics of gardening and farming. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also check out our YouTube channel for more videos on our subject matters.